Indians guys. Thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates in that. Today is October 17th and we've talked about the 40-man roster crunch earlier this year. So we're going to take a look at what's there and what in the world is going on. Let's go Bucks. Well, the playoffs are in full swing, man. Championship series time. Let's go. Dude, I love this time of year, regardless of whether the Pirates are in it or actually sometimes a little bit more so in some ways because you get that, uh, you know, when the Pirates are in it, you get a little more nervous where yeah. these games you can mostly just watch and, and, uh, and, and whatnot, but... Jake's here with me, guys, and uh, it's been an interesting week. Interesting's not really the, that's not the word. <laughs> yeah, terrible is more like it. Yeah. Terrible week this week. Uh, Josh and I lost one of our aunts unexpectedly to, to COVID, and it's just, it's been rough. Whole family's having a tough time. Um, it's just not a whole lot to say. But you're right, playoffs have been a nice distraction. Uh, some really good matchups, and it's been it's been really fun to watch these games, and it's really helped get our minds off of it. I, I know we're we're both paying attention, just as a distraction, also. So, yeah. So uh, either way, um, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into all this. Basically, forty man roster stuff. Uh, this has been a big topic. It's been a big topic going into the off season. We've understood that this is gonna be. An issue we've understood that there's a lot of people that probably need protected, and there's also a lot of people on a team that just lost a hundred games, and I'm not sure that they're all worth keeping around. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, something has to change. Um, yep. So we're gonna see what's gonna change, but I'll tell you the first thing that changed right now is Joey Cora has been released. I'm sure that you guys have seen this around. Um, yeah. Uh, there, there's, a, there's a few layers of this. Where are you at? It was kind of shocked me a little bit. I really? Mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, 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 I mean, like, how many times have you said, why in the heck did you send him? Only a couple. Oh, no way. That dude. I can think of. No, it's, I think it's a bigger problem that the, the issue is with, with, I have with it is I don't actually, to be honest with you, full, full disclosure before I go into this, I don't have an issue with it. I'm not like saying, oh, good, it's about time. But I don't have an issue with it. And the only reason I say that is because he he was good as an infield coach. Like our infield, you know, our defense got a lot better. Mm-hmm. But I'm still, I know that we talked about this before, and I'm still a little bit like Kevin Newman got better, right? That's yeah. who got better. And I know that they're crediting him, and that's good. But Kevin Newman is the difference as far as what Joey Cora had a had a say in because other yeah. than that, you put key Brian Hayes at third and you're going to be better. Mm-hmm. Anybody, but Josh Bell at first and you're going to be better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So other than that, I mean, Adam Frazier was a gold glover or, uh, you know, yeah. Finalist. Yeah. 
finalist. That's the word. So you're not really, I mean, like whatever you do at second base is, is what you do. But like basically he gets the credit for Kevin Newman being better. Sure. And while that's good, I mean, I don't know what he did to make Kevin Newman better. And now that he's already done it, it's not like, oh, now Kevin Newman's going to be bad again. Kevin Newman did something in the offseason that made him a better defender. And to be honest with you, when we talk about the 40-man roster, is are both of us even going to have him on it? So, <laughs> Right. Anyway. Uh, it, it just, it, I guess it just, uh, it's, it's the name Joey Cora. And just the, the overall baseball knowledge that that dude probably has. And, and they're going to find somebody else with a bunch of baseball knowledge. I get it. It's not a huge deal. Yeah. It just, I just didn't re it just didn't. So do you find it any, uh, of any importance or not any importance, but any relevance to this conversation? The fact that he was there before Shelton. No, that's weird. I though. mean, right. Usually you bring in a new manager, you bring in a whole new coaching staff. So is yeah. this just part of him bringing in his coaching staff? You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, um, I think that they took a look at what they had. They didn't have, maybe they maybe they didn't want to wreck the whole thing. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Either way, I I'm not. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad about it. He'll he'll work. He'll find work. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Not a absolutely. big deal. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not mad about it. I'm not also like, I I I really think I don't care. Yeah, I'm just saying it just caught me off guard. Like, I was like, oh okay, <laughs> and then I moved on. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Basically I I heard uh I heard one one take and this is I was definitely thinking the same thing. Is it a problem that he sends Colin Moran or is it a problem that Colin Moran is that slow? <laughs> you know what I mean? If you can't yeah, it's definitely a little of each. If you put a ball in a gap and Colin Moran is on first and he gets thrown out by twenty five feet, it's kind of on Colin Moran. <laughs> You got to be able to score yeah. on that, but he can't go three bases at a time, dude. No, he he's can't. going like he, uh, he's, he he. I saw him get thrown out on a on a ball hit. He was on second, and a ball hit like towards. I think it was left center, and the center fielder ran over and got it and threw him out by like twenty. It's feet ridiculous. Home plate. So don't. <laughs> first off, yeah, he should be able to send him on that, but also you have yeah. to know that it's Colin Moran. And if you're going to send him, you better take whatever he's got on his back off of it first. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, it's it's a it's a no I don't care. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I think it's a moot point, you you know, it don't matter. Yeah. So our uh our big thing today is we wanted to talk about the 40 man roster. We talked about it before and we've tried to like really go through it pretty fast and we weren't, and we said we didn't want to go into too much detail about it. Mm -hmm. Today, we do want to go into a little bit more detail. And so, I'm not, we're not doing like there's nothing else here. We're right. We're just, we're going to jump right in. And I'm going to start this by talking about a conversation about O'Neill Cruz, Ronzi Contreras. They just got called up. And I think that's a good, I think that's a good segue into it. Right. Yeah. Danny, mm -hmm. our friend Danny, he's he's messaged in before. Um, he sent us a message here saying that he's seen a lot of fan talk on Pirates fan pages, you know, wherever he's looking about Rosie Contreras and O'Neill Cruz and how they should make the opening day roster next year. 
And Danny's concern is he doesn't think that it should happen. I'm just going to read a little bit of what he says here. He says, it doesn't make sense to waste service time on a season that won't be good. If we're planning to win next season, it may be a different story, but that won't happen. (laughs) (laughs) As Contreras comes, no. That was me. Never mind. That's how I I was thinking. Contreras, no. He's not. There's no No. way. No No way he's on the opening day roster no matter what way you spin it because he's got three and two-thirds innings at AAA. Right. Three and a third. Isn't it three and a third in in the major league? Major leagues? Like three, you know what I'm saying? Like you're talking about seven innings above double A. No, not opening day. No. It's not going to happen. At least I don't think it should. He's going to be 22. He's going to be 22 years old on opening day. Uh, There's no reason to, and I know that's not always the case, but like it's not like he's 22 years old and has 50 innings in triple A. And he's an, and, and he's not. Garrett Cole. You know what I'm saying? No, he's no, not that it, pedigree. He's he's been really good. Yeah. Really good. But I, I yeah, I just I agree with not wasting the service time on a season that doesn't matter. I want yeah. him longer. I want him longer. Yeah, but I yeah. Pitching is different to me, but yeah. I get it. I you want him longer. I think for O'Neill Cruz, I think he still starts off in triple A. But he makes his way here. Rosie Contreras is going to have to perform to get here. I think O'Neill Cruz is on his way. I think they're just going to give him a little bit of seasoning. I think they're both on the roster at the end of the year. Yeah, the major league roster. I think so and, too. And I think, and I think O'Neill Cruz gets here first. I think. I honestly, I see O'Neill Cruz here with after the first month of the season. You think it's going to be a service time thing? I think it's going to be a service time thing. I don't because I think that they're going to – I think he's going to be a topic of extension. That's what I think. It could be. And if, you, and if you're talking about signing an extension, then service time's out the window. It doesn't matter anymore. I have you signed to a contract now. I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about six years of, of control when I have control of you over the course of a contract, which is probably going to be option years for yeah. – uh, for free agent years. You know what I mean? Like he's already going to be under con- under contract, not control. Right. You know what I mean? So to speak. Right. So I I don't know if it's even about service time. I don't know if Sherrington is concerned with service time, to be honest with you. I know that in our heads, we think about that so much because it's been so important to so many people in mm-hmm. the past. But I wonder if Sherrington might be on a different wavelength when it comes to this. Yeah. I don't know. If they don't sign, if they believe he's signable, then it doesn't matter. They're not going to worry about it. Even if they don't sign this year, if they believe he's signable, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll know that in their conversations with him. They're not in a hurry. He's still renewable. He's still minimum contract. So they're right. not. And that, they, with, they, there's with, no urgency to sign that deal. The only urgency they have is if he comes out and hits 40 bombs, all of a sudden you get a little less of a contract. Then, it, you know what I mean. Like you get yeah. a little bit less of a chip, like a like a a discount. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, his price will go up. Yeah, and or he'll just say, you know what, I think should. I'm just going to ride. Yeah, or I'm going to ride this out. Yeah. I don't have to sign right now, and that's fair too. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, you let this stuff play out. Does his arm ever work out? 
But that you know, that being said, I think that you got to take the service time into consideration just in case. I mean, they're, if they're going to sign into an extension, they need to do it sometime this year. I don't. I don't think year. so. Not calendar year. Like, but I, I think it, it. I don't know. I I just don't think so. I think that you've got. I think that you've got time. He's he still has three years of, like minimum contracts. Yeah. And no, I get that, but I'm I'm saying if you're looking at extension and not worrying about service time, then you're gonna have to have, you're gonna have to have that contract in place. The only thing that would make you nervous is if if you signed a contract with him this year, and he doesn't work out, and he doesn't even make it to the majors until August, then you're paying him for a season you didn't have him for. So I kind of say I want to talk to you about an extension. I don't know if I want to sign it yet. And if you do, remember back when they signed Polanco to his extension, they mm-hmm. they upped his contract. They signed him for the year of like whatever the minimum, you know what I mean, whatever it was, after they agreed to the to the contract for 2015 or whatever year it was. Then they got his extension that kicked in the following year. And I see something like that with Cruz working, maybe when they get together spring training, that's when it's like, okay, you have your contract for this year. You're making league minimum. You still have an op you have still have two options left. And we're gonna 2022 is gonna be under that. And then we'll talk. And if they sign an extension, it adds on, it starts in 2023. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So whether they sign that this uh this spring training or off season or all-star break or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't think they're going to be in a hurry. I think what they're going to do, though, is they're going to find out this offseason whether he's signable in their conversation. I see what you're saying. And if, yeah. and if they think he's signable and the conversation is good, then they'll, they'll act accordingly. If they think he's signable except if he blows up he's not, then they may be more pushed to go ahead and get it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see that. But either way, opening day, I don't see either one of them there. But if O'Neill Cruz signs an extension or signs a contract, necessarily signs a contract, mm-hmm. and he shows up in spring training, then it's yeah, possible. it's possible. Why not? We'll go. We'll go with plausible. You know, myth. Pretty sure things. that some popcorn was just made. <laughs> For those of you who I've never talked about this, but I have a side effect from when I had COVID back in Thanksgiving, where everything smells awful and popcorn's one of the worst things in the world. So that's disturbing. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, don't want to talk about it. Let's not talk about it. Um, yeah, so that, that's a good question, and there is a lot of people talking about it, and there is a lot of people saying O'Neill Cruz needs to be on the roster so that people. I'm telling you, it's just not, I don't think that that is the focus. And I want to read something from from Sherrington that's going to move us into the rest of our conversations. And it's going to make, it's going to make some of this stuff. I, I want to think about what Sherrington's saying in this quote um, as we're going through protecting young players and so on and so forth. He yeah. said, uh, and he said this, and I forget what the exact question was, but I believe it had something to do with, um, you know, 
I don't know when to win and when to like the, it, it was related to O'Neill Cruz and Ronzi and the whole thing. Anyway, he, and I'm going to, I'm just going to read this quote exactly. Like he said, if I put myself back in the shoes of the fan, obviously they're looking for the team to win. But if the team's not winning yet, I think what they're looking for is effort. First and foremost, a team that plays hard and earns fans respect through that. And they're looking, uh, and then they're looking to be able to trust and believe in a plan and a path in a place like Pittsburgh that's going to include, obviously, young players coming through, young players getting better, getting to our major league team, solidifying themselves over time. Lot, and, he, and then he says, and lots of them, not one player, but lots of them. So rather than where a specific player is at at the beginning of next year or at any juncture next year, I think what fans are looking for is effort number one and to believe in the plan and see the fruits of that plan shape out little by little over time. And if we do our job well enough, that will happen and ultimately the outcomes will be better. Now, to listen to him say that sounds a lot cooler than listening to me say it. (laughs) Because I'm not kidding. I was like, I got excited. Because the way that he put the emphasis on Dude, not just one player. We're not just talking about O'Neill Cruz. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I, this is gonna, he said lots of them. And I really think that what we saw with O'Neill Cruz is it's exactly what we talked about it might be. It's exactly what you, or maybe even more so. This is not just a one player thing. This is not just a one situation thing. We're going to see young players get called up regardless of service time. Yeah. Because he made the he made the quote that he made the statement to say they're going to show up. They're going to get better and solidify themselves. Not they're not going to be solidified and then show up. Right. And I think that's what a lot of teams try to do right now. Oh, I will call him up when I know he can impact us in the win-loss column. And I think what we're seeing at this stage of the Pirates rebuild is the win-loss column is less important right now. And I think it's really cool that he's going to say, I want to get those guys there and then see them. Key Brian Hayes is a perfect example of that already. Yeah. They let him just, let's work through it. Let's get better. He didn't just show up and become... And I think about that on some of these teams. Wander Franco just shows up and all of a sudden he's a stud. Yeah. Bryce Harper shows up and he's a stud right away. There Mm -hmm. is no time. These young guys, Juan Soto, you know, Mike Trout, they show up, they're studs. And there are other guys. Not every guy is going to be like that. I mean, O'Neal Cruz is already, well, he he just turned 23 after the season. So, of course, he's not one of those guys. Right. Right. Of course, he's not one of those unbelievable guys, but he's also not going to be like, you know, the playoffs run. He's they're literally showing Justin Turner right now. He's also not going to be Justin Turner. Kevin Newman could end up being someone like Justin Turner. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to say, well, that's not going to happen, but um, why not? (laughs) Justin Turner put up numbers like that. He didn't have any power. And then all of a sudden he's like, hey, I figured something out. Mm -hmm. Everybody gave up on him. The Dodgers said, I think we can make something of this guy. The Dodgers aren't all by players. Max Muncy was not just a bot player. He was a player that somebody else gave up on. Yeah. 
And they said, no, we see something. Actually, the GM that was with the, or one of the front office guys that was with the, uh, the A's and had Max Muncie, then went to the Dodgers and then said, we need to get Max Muncie. And they're like, he stinks. And he was like, trust me, we need to get him. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a little bit of knowledge there too. But that's the same thing. Like, they're, they're able to do it all. And yeah. they're able to do it all, unfortunately, for the rest <laughs> of the league. Because they can do that and they can go afford to get Turner and Scherzer at the deadline. Right. Uh, however, say what and you want. Mookie Betts forever. Well, but the thing is, is they gave they gave up Alex Verdugo for Mookie Betts and more, but specifically right. Alex Verdugo, who's a stud. They yeah. gave up they gave up Kiebert Ruiz and Josiah Gray to get Turner, and those guys were going to be impacts. Like those guys yeah. are going to be good players. So th- it's not that they just went out and bought it. Like they gave something up for it, and it yeah. wasn't just money. You know what I mean? But they have the flexibility in their payroll to be able to do that. Right. But, you know, when you get it, and the Dodgers, when they get a guy like Mookie Betts, then they say, well, I'm also going to be able to sign him for 80 years. So anyway, <laughs> I, I just want to, I want to keep that in mind going forward that one of the things that he said in, in that, in that whole like 45 minute press conference was about bringing free agents in, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. And, he basically said, like, yeah, I mean, we're going to look to do whatever we can to make the club better. But at the same time, let's say you plan on O'Neill Cruz moving to right field, then why would I go get a free agent right fielder if I really think that he's going to play right field? Right. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to waste time. So I don't think that they want him to play right field. I think they think that he can play short. And I will go into this conversation thinking he's going to get his shot at shortstop. Absolutely. He's 23 years old. Eventually, yes, he will move to first or right field or DH. (laughs) But eventually it's going to happen. But for now, he's 23 and he can handle it. So his biggest problem right now is his throwing accuracy. That can be fixed easily. Not easily. I mean, like, not easily, but that's not something that you're like, yeah, but he's not. It's not like he has a weak arm. Right. So anyway, so we have this list in front of us of the current 40-man roster. There are 29 pitchers listed here, but really there's only 28 because Trevor Cahill's listed here, and he's a, he's, he's a free agent. He's gone. He's not coming back. Good. I mean, right? <laughs> he ain't coming back. Uh, no. All right, I'm out on him. He's out. So, but there is a lot of guys here. There's a lot of guys that are still here, and... Who's your, if if we look down through here, mm-hmm. who's your guys that are guaranteed there? Uh, I'm looking down through here. I'm saying David Bednar is definitely going to be on it. Bednar's easy lock. We're going off better quarter here. Stephen Brault? I think he's a lock. I'm going to ride him. I th- I, probably. How about JT Brubaker? I think he's a lock. Yeah, he'll be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Crow will be there. Oh, C- Contreras. Yep. He's not coming off the 40 man. Will Crow. No. He ain't going anywhere. Yes. Um Mitch Keller. Guys, he's not going anywhere. Sam Howard's not going anywhere. I I don't know about that one yet. I'm not he's not a guarantee for me. Man. He's not he's not a for guarantee. Me he is. <laughs> he's not a guarantee because there there's more to that. There's arbitration and how much he's due to make in arbitration, and he's just not an easy I'm looking for easy right now. I gotcha. Kranich, 
I think he's there. Um, I just yeah. don't. I just don't think they'll. I don't think they'll move him. Um, Oviedo's there because they're not doing that forty man or the rule five stuff without committing to him. Right. Um, I think Dylan Peters sticks around. I think so too, but he's not my. I, I'm not going this strong. Stratton stays. Definitely. Bryce Wilson stays. Mm. And Yuhure stays. That's eleven of them. So then you have your your guys who are like you said. I think he stays right. Mm-hmm. You have those kind of guys. Sam Howard's on that list. Um, geez, I mean, I'm looking through Peters. I don't know what the like normal thing that you should have. Chase and Shreve did not get enough service time. That he said that he didn't get enough service time to be a free agent yet. So he is still arbitration. Jose Soriano, actually, Jose Soriano is a lot like Oviedo because he's a, he was, um, he was a rule five guy. I think he was actually our rule yeah. five guy where Oviedo was somebody else's, but we traded for him. Yeah. So I think that's how that worked. Um, I, you know, other than that, I mean, Underwood will shoot. He'll be on there, but yeah, he'll probably be on there. So from this point on, that's 15 pitchers. From this point on, everybody else, very loose. Very loose. Who's gone? Cahill's gone. That Who's doesn't even gone? count. Who's gone? Who doesn't stand a chance? So Cahill's a free agent, so we won't even this talk about it. This is all him. my opinion, right? Oh, yeah, this is our opinion. Cody Ponce. Cody Ponce, yeah. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm with you. Move on. Shelby Miller's gone. They're not going to bring him back. He's, I think, I don't know what the deal with Shelby Miller is. He might be a free agent, actually. I think Chad Cool's gone, man. It's it's hard to here's bring what him the, back. The problem with Chad Cool, here's the difference between Chad Cool and Cody Ponce, I think. Because I don't have the note in front of me right now. The difference between Chad Cool and Bryce Wilson, I will say that. Good? Okay, I'll cut that. Difference between Chad Cool and Bryce Wilson is that Chad Cool is arbitration and he's due to make like a decent amount of money because of arbitration. Yeah. So if that's the case, I can put Bryce Wilson's also a bad example. Max Cranick, that's a perfect example. I'll put Max Cranick back on the roster and leave him there and not mess with him. Right. And then if I sign somebody or get somebody in a trade and I and I'm maybe not believing quite in Max Cranick. I could always move him then. I don't have to move him right now. I can have 40 guys and say, I've got 40 guys on my 40-man roster, period. They're going to fill up the 40, guaranteed. And then if they say, there's a guy we'd like to draft, they draft him, then move him to make room for him. You know what I mean? So, like, that's the whole, like, they're going to get to 40. They're not going to leave spots available for free agents. No. When they sign not. the free agent, then they'll make a decision. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's kind of where I'm at. You got to fill up to 40. So I'm going to go down Jacob Stallings, and I think that Michael Perez is just there until somebody moves him. You know what I mean? I think they'll just yeah. keep – because I, I don't believe – is he arbitration? I need to have uh, who's arbitration sitting right in front of me. Um, I know I took a note on some of these guys, but – I'm putting Michael Perez right there until somebody moves him. Uh, not yeah. Taylor Davis. He's gone. You think? 
there's no reason. I mean, that was an emergency thing. There's no reason to keep him on the 40-man roster. Now, obviously, right. they will always say, "There's we have this decision, we have this decision. They're never going to just... There's only like a certain time when they have to have it to 40. So it's not going right. to be a decision that they make right away for a guy like Taylor Davis. They're just going to leave it alone until they have to. Right. But he's going to be a guy that's gone. So that's the only two catchers. Unless there's a catcher... Uh, in our in our deal, which we're not going to mess with that. So let's go on. Let's move on. Castro's there, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Chavis is still there. Yep. Cruz, still there, obviously. Hayes is still there. Mm-hmm. Marcano's not going anywhere. Moran. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> shoot. Gamble. He'll come back. They'll go to arbitration with Gamble. Yeah, and I then mean, I think Cole Tucker's still there. I, I don't. I think he's a lock. Yeah, you know what? I don't know where he's at with arbitration and all that stuff. But even if he is, he's first year, so I will put Tucker on there. So I'm at forty now. So I'll start. Uh, but but I left a big gap. So I'll start working my way back up the other direction. But you have your questions of Wilmer Defoe, Kevin Newman. Hoy Park, which, you know what, Park's there. I'm putting him there because I'm saying he's another guy that just won't be moved until somebody moves him, right? So this is what I'm saying. Like, their early decisions, when they have to get to 40, that's when their decisions need to be made. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that they're going to make their decisions based on the guys that they don't want to go to arbitration with or the guys that they really want to say, Hoy Park's gone or going to stay there because they're going to get rid of some. You can't have 29 pitchers. No. You know what I mean? No. That leaves you with like 11 to try yeah. to fill out the yeah, rest no, of you your can't. roster. You cannot do so. You can't do that. So obviously, and, and 28 pitchers because like we said, Kev, Trevor Cahill. That's why I say guys like, I mean, if you, if I look at the arbitration guys, I need to pull that page up because it's driving me nuts. Um. That's where I say, like, you you have to know who is where. And if you're, I'm not going to pay you and then and then let you go. Right. Because then I still owe you money. So I'm not going to arbitration with you. Right. And that's the big thing is, yeah. is I'm not going there. Eric Gonzalez, by the way, elected free agency is already gone. So what do you got? What do you got? You're, you're real close. <laughs> You're real quiet right now. You you, yeah. you haven't chimed in here. No, I yeah, and and and, and you know, I, I see what you're saying. I get it. Um that the Hoy Park situation and, and they're going to but they're going to look at who they got that's that they need to protect as well that might not be on that list. That Me, might yeah. not be already on their 40. They might well, need to right. add some people from our organization. Well, that's so that's where we're going next. Let's go ahead and go there now. I mean, mm-hmm. there's going to be more pitchers than 15. And right now, we only have 15 on there. Right. So, uh, is there anybody else we want to just throw on to say, they're not going anywhere right now? Blake Cedarland. Sure, why not? Yeah, Blake Cedarland's not going anywhere. Um, let's say, we already got Howard on there. Um, shoot, let's Are just... You still on the, are you still on the current? Yeah, now? I mean, yeah, I'm just going to throw okay. some guys on there. Let's Let's yep. throw, you know what I mean? Let's put Peters on. Did I already put him? I already put him on there. Let's put Overton on there. Who knows? Might keep him around. 
Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't. Nick I don't. Nick Mears re- is going to stick. Nick around. Mears. Yeah. Unfortunately, that'll happen. I'm. I'm unfortunately on that. I don't know where you're at on that, but I'm unfortunate on it. I'm not. I'm not. I thought I was all right with him. Spit bath will probably be there. Unfortunately. That's another Rule 5 guy, I think. I think he was a Rule 5 pick from somebody else. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, so here's our arbitration here. They're going to they're gonna have to go to arbitration with Chavis, Bonda. That's why I say Bonda's gone. Yeah. I don't think that they'll go to arbitration with him. Michael Perez is arbitration. Okay. What about Taylor Davis? No. Has he well, played? I can, maybe he'll stick around and Michael Perez will be gone. No, they don't. He's not a guy they're thinking about. Even no, uh, I don't think they're going to pay Perez. It's ar- It's arbitration one. He's not. It's not going to be a lot. I. I it's not going to be a lot. That they'll. I think they'll go to arbitration with him. But yeah, they'll go shoot. That's a good. I think they will. <laughs> and you know what? And I'm. And you're in a different spot than me. I. He's fine as a backup catcher for me. He's good defensively. He can pop one out when it matters. I'm done. That's I'm done past that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not going to provide you much else. But you have a workhorse catcher in Stallings that Michael Prez doesn't come into play a whole lot, and your backup right. catcher isn't going to. Paying him for one year is not that big of a deal, especially arbitration one. Who you're worried about is guys like Chad Cool, who are third year of arbitration. Ben Gamble's third year of arbitration. So that would be a guy, Wilmer Defoe's third year of arbitration. So that's going to be a decision, say, whether or not they they want Wilmer Defoe on there. I think he's a great player to be there. The only reason you keep him is if you're saying, well, I'm not I'm not messing around with Kevin Newman anymore. I'm not messing around with Cole Tucker. You know what I mean? The only reason you would keep Defoe around is if those guys. By the way, Cole Tucker is pre-arbitration. So he's he's staying. Anthony Alford yeah. is still not in arbitration. I'm putting him on here. They'll leave him on there until he's kicked off. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kyle Keller is too, but I think that he'll find I think he'll fall off. Ponce is pre-arbitration, which means I'm putting him on there. I think he'll still be there. Until somebody kicks him off, I think he'll still be there. I can't believe Dwayne Underwood is still pre-arbitration. If this page is accurate, it says 2022, so... Apparently it is. Well, and Chad Cool's arbitration three, and that's right. So, uh, Michael Perez also still has two minor league options. So even if you pay him first year of arbitration, if you needed to send him down, you could without penalty. Yeah. So that's big. I'm going to say Defoe falls off of the arbitration guys. Steven Brault's arbitration two. He's probably going to be our highest paid player if because of that. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I, I don't, I don't see them getting rid of him right now. I yeah. see him going to arbitration. It's gotta He's have gonna something. pitch this year. Yep. He's gonna pitch this year. He's probably gonna be at the front of our rotation. Yeah. Front Gosh. half of the rotation. Unless they sign somebody in. Yeah, front half, yeah. I think Bond is gone. De Los Santos, I, I wrote him in here. That I I don't know. I think I think you don't go get a guy like that if you don't want to see him for a little bit. Yeah. All right. So now we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys that we can protect. And then that's our 40-man roster. So who's on our list? Well, first, let's start with the with kind of the, the big names here. Um, Piguero. 
He's young. Yep. Do we need to protect him? He hasn't played higher than than single A. Right. Does somebody say right. I'll put him on my four on my twenty five or twenty six man roster for one full season? As good as I they think, think he's think, gonna be, is somebody willing to say I can hide him for a year? Right. That's tough. I mean, that's questionable. Like, I think he's got the stuff, and you know, somebody might. All right. He's a, he's a guy I think I would protect. All right. So we wrote him down. Let's see here. What is this? Alphabetical order? Travis Swaggerty's easy. He's on. Mm-hmm. So my easy one. My easy one's Mason Martin. Mason Martin's getting protected. So we're already three. We're all. We got seven guys. We've already said three yep. position players. Yep. So there there are pitchers that are on this mm-hmm. list. Um. But I'm gonna so. Cody Bolton coming off injury. I think he's safe. You think leave him off? I, yeah, I think he's safe. Omar Cruz. That's a tough one. That's yeah, it's a little more difficult. But I mean, like, because we're talking about this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now that Kanan Smith and Jigma and Jigba, Cal Mitchell, and Jack Sawinski, all guys that were double A did well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we're already Abraham Gutierrez, but he was high A or he was Bradenton even, so low A. So he's fine. Some of these guys you have to be willing to say, like, yeah, if somebody takes him, then that stinks. A lot of people are talking about Yuri De Los Santos now and how good of a year he had as a pitcher. I think he I think he can pass through. And if somebody takes him, I just think there's other guys that you gotta go. Lolo Sanchez is interesting. He's been rule five eligible before. And has fallen out of our twenty top thirty prospects, finding his way back in. He's a possibility. Tanaj Thomas, Eddie Yeen. I think Tanaj Thomas has to be. That's my opinion, because anybody who has a name like I'm just kidding. I love I love the I love the <laughs> I name that. I love the name Tanaj Thomas. You know that. Yep. Um, anybody who can throw a hundred, I could put in my bullpen. Yeah. And keep him there all year and then move him back and stretch him out. I mean, that's what the Pirates are trying to do with Soriano and Oviedo both throw hard, and that's like their idea to say, yeah, I think they'll be fine. And even though Oviedo struggled, it was still worth it to hide him. Yeah. What are you looking at? I'm 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 looking at this and I, and I don't see Quinn Priester anywhere on this list. Oh, he's not on this list. He's not real five eligible yet. Oh okay. no, no, no. Okay. We just drafted him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was just I, I was just looking through and I'm just looking at names. Yeah. Um, no, he's fine. He doesn't have to be protected yet. He's not eligible. Most guys aren't. You have to be around a while. Castro and Cruz were those guys last year, which is why they were added. Diego Castillo, we just got. He's another one. That's that's maybe a possibility. I, I don't I don't know that I have a call on it. Yeah. If I had to make a decision, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> I'd be in trouble with a lot of these decisions. You so. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's very uh there dude, there's a here's the problem. There's a lot of names. There's no there's way we lot. protect them all. No. There's no way. So you have to make a decision on 
not just am I willing to get rid of him because you just might get rid of a guy that you're not willing to get rid of. Right. But if they struggle and they put them back down, we get them back. So it's always that. Sometimes they also can purchase the rights. You know what I mean? They can say, hey, we'd like to send this guy down, but we want to buy him off you completely. You've seen that where they say, like, we purchased the rights, and then you say, okay, it'll cost this much. And then you actually get something for him. You know what I mean? Then they can send him down and do stuff like that. But I don't know who all they're going to add. But what I know is that if this is the case, there's three more guys. So just imagine any of those guys that we just talked about. If there are three more of those guys... I'm going to read off some names that didn't make this list that we know about. Jared Oliva, Philip Evans. Uh, mm-hmm. This doesn't include bringing back Yoshi, which I he played well enough that I think somebody's going to try that again. Right. And I don't know that it's going to be us. And then, then again, if it is, I, me personally, I, I just don't want it. I get it. But I have a fear of saying, we'll bring you back. But he's a free agent, so we'll bring you back. We'll yeah. pay you some money. And then what if he does the same thing for us he did with Tampa? I, the what if is right. way too great with a guy like that where he's absolutely horrible on defense. Mm-hmm. We don't have a DH yet. It's just not worth yeah. it. It's just not worth it. Just let him go. Thanks for the fun for that half season or 30-some, 40 games, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. good luck to you, buddy. I just just don't see, and and there's a lot of people that are on this thing saying, we got to bring Yoshi back. And I'm like, if he does good next year, it'll surprise me. (laughs) And that's the only reason I say that is like he's going to fall apart. I don't know he's going to fall apart. Right. But it would surprise me. I just I I think I think if the CBA comes out and and we get the DH in the National League next year and he's not getting a lot of offers I think we I think we I would be more willing to say let's let's go ahead and give this another shot at at the expense of a player that you currently have on your 40 man roster. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to have to make that decision cuz there will be 40. Right. So you're going to have to say yeah, I'll bring Yoshi in and I'll let one of these guys go. Right. And I just think that I have more faith in Hoy Park than I do Susugo right now. Oh, not me. Not even close. I know you don't. <laughs> but I do. Just I mean, as a hitter is all I'm talking about. Okay. I, I just I get more value out I, of Hoy Park. I don't know what I just didn't know what you saw out of Hoy Park at the plate. I I Hoy Park has shown he can hit. Where? triple A, granted. But we also just threw him to the fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? We didn't even he hasn't he hasn't gotten consistent at bats at the major league level yet. He was the batting champion so far in AAA last year. I, I'm not just saying he was hitting 280. Like he was up over 300. The guy can hit. I got you. The guy can hit. He's not going to hit home runs, but technically neither did Yoshi until he played in Pittsburgh for lightning in a bottle for 2 months. Uh, Yoshi hit a lot of home runs overseas. Yes, he did. But if but if you're doing that then that's triple A caliber a lot of times. I agree. So but the, the difference power is there. The, the power's there, but the difference is is Hoy Park can play five different positions. But I said at the plate. I know, but I'm just saying I'm talking about total package. I'd rather have Hoy Park on my forty man roster going into next year. Likely Fair I'd enough. like neither one of them. 
But I wouldn't mind if Hoy Park is there because I he would, shows I you mean, versatility. And to be honest yeah. with you, Hoy Park's cheaper than Kevin Newman. And I'd yeah. kind of just be okay not having Kevin Newman. Speaking of, Kevin Newman's not on this list. I'm going to keep moving. We did put <laughs> Hoy Park on it. Um, but we didn't put Defoe. We didn't put Taylor Davis, like we said. And then Spitzbarth, Shreve, Shelby Miller, Chad Cool, Kyle Keller, Chase DeYoung, and Anthony Bonda and Tanner Anderson. Tanner Anderson, see you later. I will say this. I will not be surprised if Chad Cool's on it. No, I won't be surprised. I, I won't like it. I think he's I, don't I think, think he's he the be. only clear-cut guy that needs to go. He yeah. needs to go. We can't we can't afford to have him there, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think that about Brew Baker. He's still pre-arbitration. I don't think that about any of the other guys. I don't even think that about Chase DeYoung. I thought Chase DeYoung, you know, I thought, I thought he threw pretty well. Sam Howard shows pre-arb on this list, but I know that he's arbitration. I like Sam Howard. I do too, but, nah, I mean, for me, for me, he's still there. I just think that there will be decisions made. Is Sam Howard going to be part of our team when we're really good? No. There'll be somebody else there. There'll be somebody else there. He's already 29. Yeah. There'll be somebody else. A lefty reliever, dude, I'm telling you, they're they're not hard to come by. I know. I, I, you can say that on almost any team, though, because bullpens get rebuilt so much. Yeah, but who's better, Chase and Shreve or Sam Howard? You paused. Yeah, I did pause. Yeah, so thinking about because it. you already thought about it, and you already thought, geez, Shreve put up a way better year. And Shreve's yeah. 31, but you're still talking about, yeah, I can deal with Shreve for one more year. Yeah. I'll go to arbitration with him. It all depends on Sam Howard and arbitration status and stuff like that. Okay, we're 51 minutes in. I'm looking at my time here. Mm-hmm. The point is, and I, did, I didn't actually... We didn't seek. We didn't start this to say we're going to come up with what the Pirates should do. We did this to say there's going to be a lot of decisions made, and I'm yeah. going to tell you right now there might be a guy that you like that they end up cutting, and you might say what because there's so much going on internally, and there's going to be so many things that factor in. Maybe even a conversation with the player factors in. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have a conversation with a player and it doesn't feel the same or you have a conversation with a player and you think, "Listen guys, I know he didn't show it, but I think this guy's got it." You know what I mean? Let's yeah. let's keep him around. You you just you don't know and no none of us fans should pretend to know. Right. They see a lot more of these players, they talk with these players, they work out with the the people making the decisions. As a fan, you've always, not now, not just with Sherrington, you've always had to just say, well, I trust they'll make the right decision. And when they make a decision that you don't agree with, as a fan, you complain. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yep. You're absolutely, like, that's fine. That's what makes the sports thing so fun mm-hmm. is that we can, I mean, like, that's all we do. That's all we're doing right here is saying this is a lot of fun to talk about. Right. So I think there's going to be a lot of decisions. If you think that they cut ties with somebody that they shouldn't have, then maybe you were watching a different season than I was because 
there are other fans who say 101 losses, cut them all. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I would strongly disagree with those people, but maybe if they said cut them all but Hayes and Reynolds, then I'd say, um, okay, (laughs) I'm listening. Yeah. What's your plan? But I will listen to that one. I won't, I'll be like, you don't want to keep Mickey Yahoo, Ronzi Contreras, O'Neill Cruz? Right, right. But I'll still listen. Maybe they were saying the 26-man roster. Well, and that's the thing. And that's what I think, because a lot of Pirate fans, that's all we care about. Yeah. We want to see what's going on in Pittsburgh. We don't want to look and see what's going on in the minor league level. And Sherrington spoke to that, too. He, he said, I know the fans want to see results. So, you know, we're obviously... We're focused on getting results at the major league level without it being at the expense of what we're trying to do here. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing to to remember is yes, Jock Peterson's gonna be a free agent. I don't know if that's still the right move if we think there's somebody else that we want to give a shot. You know what I mean? If they think Travis Swaggerty's just gonna step in, you know what I mean? kind of cut out there you all right is there something going on in the game no i should have blown her nose oh (laughs) (laughs) one too many questions i keep thinking there's something going on in the game so you guys know that that jake's wife ashley's a big braves fan so she's glued she's glued to the tv right now so if you hear a scream that means that the braves probably tied the game they're down two nothing right now but, or if you hear the game in the background, I I feel oh, she's, that, she's dude, got it on. That's awesome. I don't mind hearing yeah. the game in the background ever, right? No. But, but anyway. No, I see what you're saying about Swaggerty, you know. I'm just saying, like, if, if you think Swaggerty can possibly be on this team this year and you go out and you say, we're going to bring Ben Gamble back, we're going to have Brian Reynolds, and we're going to go get a free agent or two to play outfield. Mm-hmm. Well, who's going to – why? I think you start off the year next year with – I mean, I don't know if you do or not, but you could start off the year next year with Anthony Alford in one of those outfield positions mm-hmm. and say, yeah, but we just protect it. That's another thing. If they protect Cal Mitchell and Kanan Smith, now all of a sudden you've got two more guys that could potentially play right field. Right. So they're out there. And Cole Tucker could play out there if he's still around. You know what I mean? I think yeah. I think the way that he's played defensively in all those positions will keep him a job. They'll stick with I him. I do too. They'll stick yeah. with him for at least one more year. And his bat started coming around. Hopefully yeah. it turned the corner. I mean, That's going to have to be an off-season thing. He's not a 300 hitter. No. He's yeah. not a he you have to forget sometimes once a guy's drafted, you have to forget where they were drafted. Yeah. It doesn't matter that he's a first rounder. Not anymore. Right. And you know, whether that was Huntington ruined him or, or what you think, it's I think the way that he played defense from in multiple positions, he played good at second, he played good at short, and he played fine in the outfield. He did he didn't play scared. No. And he's I he's gonna th- go get it. I think that counts for something. I think Sherrington cares. I mean, he said that like he said in that quote, he cares about effort. Mm-hmm. Cole Tucker put in the effort. It didn't feel like it to me, and I started getting frustrated thinking he's running around with Vanessa Hudgens too much, acting like a superstar. But <laughs> I think he showed down the stretch like that he was putting in the work. And, and yeah. the effort more so. The effort more so. Some of the plays that he made 
And some of the plays that he missed, but went after hard. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Getting down the line. Seems like his hat always falls off. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the haircut crew here. I want, I want, I'm I want, not. I know you like the hair. I, I like the hair on some people, but like, you got to at least find a helmet that fits, dude. I agree with that. Not that any ball that ever hits him in the head is going to hurt. Cause it's going to hit a pillow. <laughs> it looks good off the field though. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been wanting to do this 40 man talk. We've been talking about doing this 40 man talk. So we just had the 40 man talk. Now yeah. it is what it is. We we've, Got a lot of guys that, I mean, I don't know. I think mid-November we start to understand who's protected. Uh, I think yeah. somewhere around there they've got to have it set for the... After the World Series. Yeah. But I think it's like there's like a deadline in November. And then after that they go to... um, They go to like winter meetings and then they do the Rule 5 draft there. It's something like that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll know as it comes. Yep. We'll keep talking about it as it comes. Um, remember guys, uh, hit us up. This is, this is, this is going to be it for today, but hit us up on Facebook, send us some messages. You know, we like to hear from, from you guys like, you know, Danny sent us a message and it gives us a little bit more to talk about and a little bit more to kind of put in there. And we know that you want to hear it because you've asked us about it. And that's what makes it important is, you know, every week we're going to try to, give you something you want to hear. And we understand that, you know, we're not the only place that you're hearing about the pirates and they're likely talking about a lot of the same things because the calendar kind of dictates what you talk about. If we waited till, till December to talk about the 40 man roster talk, well, that would have been dumb because it would have been all figured out for us. Right. I mean, once again, maybe we'll talk about those decisions as they're made. Per, mm-hmm. obviously, you know what I mean? And that's the kind of thing that happens is when things happen, that's what we're going to talk about. Other than that, you know, we want to know what you guys want to hear. Mm-hmm. So, um, MLB playoffs, who do you got? You're, you're going Braves right now. You, you're going Braves. No doubt. Yes. You have no yes. choice. Go ahead and say it out loud. <laughs> say I'm going Braves. Braves. There I'm you go. Braves. Absolutely. You guys. And I'm going Red Sox. You're going Red Sox. Okay. Well, obviously we can't root for the Astros, right? I mean, Are, I can't. I mean, I don't mind. They don't bother me. I, I, I'm over it. You're over it. I'm over it. Hundred percent over it. But you, Jose Altuve is still one of my one of my favorite players. It's the, all the Love short it. thing, man. You won't let go of the short thing. Nah. He's different though. Say it. He's different now. He used to be fun. He's not fun anymore. I mean, it's just hard. He he just. I think Jock Peterson just tanked a tie game, dude. Jock Peterson tanked a tie game. <laughs> I love it. It's I am October, so baby. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I'll say. I am actually rooting for the Dodgers. <laughs> There's a story behind that. Someday maybe I'll share that story. It's not just because like it's it, it's there's a there's a legitimate story. It has to do with Vince Scully. I love Jock Peterson from the time <laughs> that he was with the Dodgers. And I thought that the, I love this home run. I love Jock. I think that the that the Braves have been absolutely stupid. With the way they haven't they haven't used him, and I'm glad to see him in the game. I'm glad to see uh, him in the game making been, he's a difference. He's been playing because because Solaire got hurt. He's starting every game. He should have been starting ahead of him over Solaire. He had two. He had. He was the, three for three. Three for three with a pinch hit, two uh, two home runs and a, and a and a double or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then they put him in. and He went over for four. 
So he has the potential to do saying. this all the time. Yeah, I know. This is awesome what he does. The bench too. I, I I get it. You just want to pick and, and choose. And I'm not saying. And I'm not even saying they shouldn't be starting him over Soler. I'm just saying Jorge Soler had you every right him, to be starting. Yeah, I get that. They both did. I mean, but you Jorge Soler. I understand that. I get that. I just think Jock Peterson, when it comes to the playoffs, he's a monster. Outside of the playoffs, I get you. You can play the you can play the the matchups <laughs> all you want. You get to yeah. the postseason. I want him having as many at bats as possible because he can make that big of an. <laughs> if you if you give him one at bat, it might not happen. You right. got to give him four. That's huge, man. Off Scherzer too. Yeah, I love it. I'm glad it's muted though because they're starting to do the chop. All right, man. Well, here's what I have to say. The pizza's here. Off season's going to be long. Hug your family members one extra time this week. Tell them you love them. Let's go, Bucks. Heard that, man. Let's go, Bucks.